0: Our next tip to survive the silly season is have self-control at social events.
1: Please. <laughs> that happens to us one you. We were at the Christmas party and then. I had you one know, of those photo booths that you can go booth. in and get photos with your and colleagues. And they print them off, and then anyway, the next week we we're literally walking back into the office after a lunch break, and then there was a message in like the work slack and it was like, oh, here are all the digital photos from the photo booth. And Sal and I knew what photos we took in there Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it was a prompt message to HR for a request to remove. (laughs) Yep. And maybe if we would had some
0: self-control and not enjoyed so many of the complimentary bevvies That's on there. We wouldn't have (laughs) been so flamboyant in the photo booth. Flamboyant. Hey chicks, I'm Sal and I'm Al, and this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons for the gals from the gals. And it's our last episode of 2022. I know, but it's okay. The silly season has well and truly begun. All the Christmas parties are happening. New Year's Eve is coming up. It's all going on. It's Mm -hmm. very exciting. But today's mini episode
1: is all about how to survive the silly season. Yeah. As good as a silly season can be, you know, it's a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. a lot.
1: And there are, you know, some things that you can do to just... Get through it. Yes. And enjoy it. Like, not not just get through it, but really enjoy yourself this silly season. Mm, we positivity. don't want to just survive.
0: We want to thrive. Yes.
1: Living slay. So living. Living. All right. Shall we get into the first tip to survive the silly season? Let's do it. So this tip is if you're single and going through a breakup this silly season. So... A data study from Information is Beautiful actually showed that December eleventh is the most popular time of year for people to break up. Yep.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, that's my sister's birthday. Lani,
1: <laughs> you okay? You're good. No, she's she's, she's thriving. She's living. Mm-hmm. She's living. She's loved up. She's and slaying slivin'. all the way.
0: <laughs> that was
1: good. Nailed it. Nailed
0: it. Nailed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but. This is like, one, a little bit depressing, but it was kind of in the study that was shown was that it was kind of, it was not too close to Christmas, that it was like depressing to break up with the person. But because people, we get to the end of the year in this article I was reading and it was like their problems weren't solved or they really were like, oh, I just don't want to spend Christmas with this person or whatever it was. Mm. It's that kind of mind frame that they didn't want to carry into the new year. Mm. And so that's why December 11th is one of the more popular times for breakups. Jesus. And so, one, if you're going through a breakup right now, there are a few kind of tips to handle that post-breakup blues, especially during Christmas time. And one, it's to acknowledge your feelings. Whether, you know, it was a mutual breakup you were broken up with or you did the breaking up, you were still going to be feeling emotions. Like you're Mm. still going to have those feelings regardless of – what the situation was. So make sure that you acknowledge them and don't try to bury them and really just feel them. It's okay that they're there. You don't have to be like, whoa, it's Christmas, I can't be sad. It's okay. Yeah, it's healthy to embrace your emotions as they're happening. And on top of that, the next tip is to allow yourself time to grieve. Like Mm. you have spent however long it was with this person and you are going to grieve that and you don't need to pause that just because it's the silly season. So give yourself time to grieve. Don't play the blame game. Mm. It's No one's no one's at fault. It's not your fault that you're in this situation. It's not their fault unless, you know, certain things. They have, did something naughty. They did something wrong. And then send them to us. We'll deal yeah, with them. Yeah, then we'll deal with them. I'm like, I don't know if I like that tip. Too much to be honest. I think it's like <laughs> there might be someone to blame, but what's the point? That's the point. That's yeah. the point. Is like even though maybe they've done something, sitting there blaming someone is just going to keep you in that little like dark hole of yeah. festering sadness, yeah, which that is gross, never. Angry stage. Yeah, it's not fun. And then make sure you create a support system. So make sure you have either family around you or friends that can really keep you busy, keep you distracted, and give you that kind of like Christmas cheer. Christmas. Yeah. I know when, you know, I was going through a breakup, I really needed Sal in my support system and I was at her house like four nights a week and I'd be like, man, I'm home. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally think I left work one day. But just went back to Sau's and Sau was still working, and then her boyfriend came home and we were just on the couch, just Mm -hmm. hanging. She was like, oh, okay. Mummy and daddy take care of you. Yeah. And so just make (laughs) sure, and it really does help, really does help having that because you're not going to be okay by yourself straight away. Mm. And that's fine. You don't need to be. And then the last one is my personal, my personal one that I put on there, and it's by yourself, the boyfriend present. Kids. Or the, you know, partner present. But it just sounds better when I want to say the boyfriend present. <laughs> because when I was going through my breakup, I had been in a relationship for three years mm. and then went to another relationship and was in that for like two, three years. And then it was like my first Christmas single for like six years. Yeah, it's a lot. And I was, didn't really know what to do. And I bought myself the most expensive present I could afford at the time and it <laughs> felt good because mm. I was like, you know what? I don't need a boyfriend to buy me a present. I need a girlfriend to buy me a present. I'll buy my own present. And now Sal buys them for me. Mm. <laughs> now I buy a boyfriend present. Yeah, Sal is I love boyfriend. that. Yeah. Treat yourself. Buy
0: yourself the perfect gift.
1: Yeah. You don't want some crappy little...
0: Shitty love heart necklace yeah. anyway with like a... F- and stuff teddy bear from your boring boyfriend.
1: hmm Whoa, what happened? So if anyone gets out this Christmas, Merry Christmas. <laughs> but also I'm sure it was really sweet. Yeah, really not failed. <laughs> if anyone gets the uh, Britney Spears perfume, just send it to South.
0: If you don't Jurious? want it. I'd f- love that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, our next tip for surviving the silly season, understanding FOMO versus what you're actually ready for Because December is the busiest month of the entire year. There's Christmas parties galore. You often end up doing friend mess with, you know, your group of friends. You Mm. have family commitments, New Year's Eve, need I go on. It's a lot. And I think that a lot of the time we feel obligated to go to everything and Mm. say yes to everything. But I think do yourself the justice and save your social battery by only – committing to the events that you genuinely want to go to. Like... It's okay if they say no. Yeah, exactly. And I think that you can kind of narrow that down by identifying your triggers and your limits. So, for example, if, like, a huge Christmas party with lots of people there where you're going to have to talk to Mm. lots of people, maybe there's alcohol there and you don't feel like drinking, if that's going to make you feel anxious and drain your social battery... Maybe either say, no, I won't go to that one. Mm. Or you can also be like, oh, maybe I won't drink at that one.
1: Mm.
0: And that's so fine. So I think identify what your triggers are and then you can narrow it down by that. The next step is to set boundaries. So give yourself a little time limit on Mm. how long you want to attend the party. I know Al and I are always the sort of people who stay there till... (laughs) The very end, we're always the last men standing. Literally at work events, we're usually helping the PRs pack away. <gasps> we're like, Do you guys still want
1: these flowers? At least free a good home. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. And sometimes that's really fun, and sometimes that's not a good idea.
1: I feel like we have gotten better at like balancing what we can give with the events that we are so lucky to be mm. able to go to. That like we are just sometimes like, yeah, look, we've been we've just flown in this morning, or we've been at three this week. And we've got an 8am meeting tomorrow morning. we got to bounce. Yeah. And that's okay. Like literally just tell people, be like, I'm just overwhelmed this week. So I don't think that I can do a big one. Mm. And honestly, every time it's fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like people totally understand. Everyone's in the same boat. And it really makes a difference the next day. You, in terms of where your social battery is, mm-hmm. it's so much better. And then the last one is set aside at least 10 to 30 minutes every day to do something that is 100% for yourself. Mm. And that's a minimum. Minimum. If you can do more, that's perfect. But, you know, on Christmas Day, it might be hard to justify having like your self-care night that goes for four hours. So do at least 10 to 30 minutes and watch an episode of your favourite show, do your skincare routine, listen to
1: an episode of Two Broke Chicks, whatever it is that tickles your fancy. Everyone knows on Christmas Day that I'm taking my 30-minute post-lunch nap. Mm, Yeah. I go upstairs. No one talked to me. I've just spoken to everyone and told them how I'm still not at uni anymore. (laughs) I love that. Just so they know. My favourite
0: part is trying to tell people
1: what our job is. Oh, yeah, and they're like, "Huh?" And we're Mm. like, you know what? Don't worry about it. (laughs) But, Yeah post-lunch nap, that's my time to just, like, recuperate, play with my new Christmas presents. Hopefully, I don't know, Nintendogs, Nintendo (laughs) DS this year. Fingers crossed, come on, or a new Nintendo Wii. I want to kick some ass at tennis. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's the next tip? In the silly season, there is a lot of bevies if you do drink alcohol. And I know for Sal and I, honestly, our hangovers lately – Are brutal and like we just can't pull ourselves out of it, and it just kind of ruins the event for the next day if you've got plans. Mm -hmm. So, our tip for the silly season is how to avoid hangovers. Mm -hmm. So, all alcohol is dehydrating, so all alcohol can give you a hangover, but there are some, (laughs) sadly, (laughs) but there are some alcohols that give you a worse hangover than others, Mm -hmm. and it's because they're high in congeners. I think so, or congeners? Congeners. Let's go with congeners. I think so. Yeah. sounds, Sounds right. So according to Healthline, avoid drinks high in congeners, which increase the frequency and intensity of hangovers. So drinks that are high in congeners are whiskey, cognac, and tequila, which is... No surprising to anyone because tequila is the devil's drink. <laughs> and I'll still keep doing it, though. Yeah, I know. We'll still be doing tequila shots, yeah. sadly. But Sal yeah, gives me a limit on those. <laughs> sometimes a spice the area comes out of a hmm mm-hmm. She's fine. I like her. <laughs> Svetlana. Come on, bring her in. (laughs) Bring her into the studio. (laughs) It's just growling. (sighs) Moving on, moving on. So drinks that are low in congeners are vodka, gin, and rum. Mm -hmm. So the other thing on top of this is that it's not always congeners, but bubbly, so champagne, because Mm. of the carbon dioxide in the bubbles it can actually cause more dehydration and more of a hangover. Mm-hmm. So if you do kind of want to be a little bit more fresh, we would suggest maybe sticking to the vodka, gin and rum this silly season according to Healthline. Of course, we're not doctors, mm-hmm. but we are bevy drinkers. Mm-hmm. And make sure you're just drinking water every, every now and again mm-hmm. on the night.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Breaking it up with a water in between drinks makes such a difference. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. But on the topic of drinks, Mm -hmm. on the topic of drinks... Our next tip to survive the silly season (laughs) is have self-control at social events.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm looking at myself in the camera because I want to watch this back. It's a nice little (laughs) reminder before our Christmas party. Oh, yeah. We've said it before and we'll say it again, but don't get too drunk at the work Christmas party. Dear God, don't do it. Make sure you drink a glass of water in between every drinks, every drink rather, and know your limit,
1: (laughs) please. (laughs) Also, maybe be sure to check that the photo booth images um, won't become public. Yep. uh... That happened to us one year. We were at the Christmas party, and then I had you one know, of those photo booths that you can go in and get photos with your and colleagues. And they print them off. And then, anyway, the next week, we we're literally walking back into the office after a lunch break. And then there was a message in like the work Slack, and mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, here are all the digital photos from the photo booth. And Sal and I knew what photos we took in there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was a prompt message to HR for a request to remove. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, the editor-in-chief it was, was involved. fine. They're actually, we are literally being so dramatic. They were literally so fine. But they were just silly but, and we yeah, thought they that were they, just silly. We thought they
0: were just for our own personal use. Yeah. So check that as well. And maybe if we'd had some self-control and not enjoyed so many of the complimentary bevies. We, That's on them. We wouldn't have <laughs> been so flamboyant in
1: the photo booth. but Flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> Love. Also try to avoid oversharing. No one no one wants to hear about it. I'm talking again to myself. Mm-hmm. Just
0: yeah. Jan from accounting doesn't need to hear your whole life story. Mm. Just or tell like, her what you're doing for Christmas and leave it there. Yeah.
1: Then go back to your work wife and sit in the corner. And chew her ear off. And chew her ear off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Works every time. Nailed it. <laughs> so our uh, fifth tip for surviving the silly season is try not to let conflict ruin your Christmas. So you are around a lot of people at Christmas time and during the silly season and whether it is, you know, an overbearing mother-in-law, a pestering sibling, or that one racist uncle. We all know and love. Yes. Try your best to detach that from, you know, your happiness and your enjoyment during this time, obviously there is always a limit and you do need to protect yourself and stand up for yourself. But I feel like there are moments, especially during that, we can just be like, oh, do you know what? It's just one day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bite. I'm not going to bite at this. And that's the same even with, you know, a work Christmas party. If there's one colleague that's always hounding you and they maybe get a little bit of liquid courage and take a little, take a little stab or throw the bait out, just don't bite at it. Yeah, It's water for ducks back. Yeah, exactly. And it's
0: going to ruin your day. So don't even give them the energy.
1: Also, I know, like, personally, is I don't stay angry at things for very long. Mm. Like, if something annoys me and I'm angry about it, I'm not angry, like, an hour later.
0: Yeah. Or, it'll like, I, explode like, have in have the sleep. moment. Yeah. And you sleep on it. And you're like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm
1: like, actually, do you know what? It's not worth being angry. It's not worth starting a fight because – or, like, having a fight mm. because in an hour – or tomorrow I'm not going to be upset or it might ruin the entire day. Yeah. So, like, it's more something that if it is something that really upsets you or is something that, you know, needs to be acknowledged because, you know, there is kind of that dual point of, you know, if someone does say something racist, they should be called out on it. Totally. But there is maybe like a time and place and a way to do it and also don't let it ruin your day. Mm. Pick your battles, Mm. I think.
0: Quality over quantity when it comes to fights on Christmas Day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sal's walking in on her Christmas with, like, a mouth guard in, boxing gloves on me, and, like, a towel around her shoulders. Meg's, like, massaging her. her. Yeah, Yeah, being like, you got this, kid. Remember, it's not how many times you get put down, it's how many times you get Get up up and keep going. Ah, holly
0: jolly Christmas. We love it. We love it. All right, our sixth tip to survive the silly season is don't put pressure on New Year's Eve. Oh. Because celebrating New Year's Eve can be really fun, but in my 29 long years on this earth, (laughs) they've been more disappointing than not. Mm. And I think it's because we all put so much pressure on New Year's Eve, being like it's the biggest night of the year. But... It's often a bit of a letdown. So we do have a few tips on how to celebrate New Year's Eve that we think are like the superior ways Mm. to spend New Year's Eve and that is have a night away with friends. So we went to Caves Beach last New Year's Eve and Mm -hmm. it was so fun. We just went out for dinner and then went back to the holiday house and had a few drinks and watched the countdown on the TV. Oh, yeah. And it was fun and it was a small group of friends, but it meant that we didn't have to deal with, you know, getting an expensive ticket to an event or a taxi home or any of that. I would say on a similar vein, house parties, Mm. same thing. You know everybody there. It's always so much better than going to some shit club. Awful. Mm. And then also if you want to have something quiet, do dinner and drinks at home. If you just do it with like your housemate or your partner Chris and I have done that before and we've just made dinner, made some mocktails, watched a fabulous movie in the fireworks and it was low-key but lovely. lovely. And then the last one is go to a festival or concert. I truly think this is the best way to spend New Year's Eve because you're always going to have fun regardless. It's going to be the best Doesn't night anyway. it's New Year's. And New Year's Eve is yeah. just a little cherry on yeah. top. So there are quite a few festivals happening. You know, there's... Falls and Lost Paradise and yeah. other you know little local shindigs going down. So those would be my suggestions. Don't spend a hundred dollars on a club ticket and then f- your soul and first child on the cab ride to get home. Oy. Green. All right, Al. What's our
1: last tip? And our last tip from both of us Mm -hmm. is to enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, we haven't really been able to have a Christmas and a silly season for so long. For the last like three years, we've had so many exterior stresses coming in that we haven't really been able to enjoy Christmas and it hasn't felt like Christmas. Mm. Whereas this year is the first year that it just feels like Christmas. So just have fun. Mm. Like, literally, what a great year, 2022. You know, she had a high, she had a lows, whatever. But we made it. Mm -hmm. We made it, We made it. And that's the best part. So literally surround yourself with everyone that you love and have a good time. Mm -hmm. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Two Broke Chicks. We love you. We love you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what a wholesome way to finish our very last episode of 2022. Al and I are going to take a few well-deserved weeks off. To relax, go to the beach, play mermaids. Huge. So we won't have any new episodes coming out over the Christmas break, but we're not going to completely leave you in the lurch. We're re-releasing some of our absolute favourite episodes from the last couple of seasons, and they are an absolute treat. So whether you haven't listened to them or you want to go back and relive the fun memories along with mm-hmm. us... A good time. ...will still be in your ear holes because we yeah. love to be here. So make sure to... Like and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out. Wow. I know. Got to sneak in a plug. (laughs) Well, that is a wrap for our very last episode of 2022. Thank you so much to our beautiful production team, Priya Tahazade, and also Made in Katana Studios for making today's episode and every Episode. episode possible. What would have we done without you? Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, Al. Thanks to you, Sal. There's no one I'd rather have a podcast with. <gasps> oh,
1: say we're getting very
0: emotional in the shoots today because yeah. you know it's the last love one. You. Let's get nostalgic. Love you. And of course, last but certainly not least, thanks to you, Chicks, for having us in the ear holes. We love to be here. We absolutely
1: love to be here. See you in 2023. See you in
0: 2023, babies. Ow, ow, woo, woo. Two broke chicks out.